Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Our focus on today's Rutherford Issues is the Child Advocacy Center, the CAC of Rutherford County, and uh, Katie Enzer joins us. She is the uh, Development Coordinator. Yes, wow, sir. That's, that's impressive. I haven't mentioned that. I don't know why I've never mentioned that before. Development of all the development things at the (laughs) CAC. It's the longest title I think I've ever had. And we're so blessed to be here, Brian. Thanks. I'm sure that, um, you know, there's a long list that falls under, you know, development coordinator, maybe even vacuuming or cleaning up, things like, you know, that's just the way it is. (laughs) Absolutely. We wear all the hats. Well, uh, today, what are we going to be chatting about? Well, today I'm excited to be here with one of my longtime committee members and friends, Miss Kim Ishad. Um, she has been with me for the last two years, thank goodness, um, trying to navigate light at the night. Um, it is our end of summer uh, event. It's a party of the season on September the 9th at Oakland's Mansion. That's the Friday after Labor Day. Um, and so we're just really excited to host this event. It's going to start from 6 to 9, and it ends at 9, excuse me. Uh, we have a full band this year. Zone Status has come into play with us. And I think it's going to be a, a real big time. But I'm just so blessed to have a committee, like I said, is all of our events, but especially with this one and a great friendship with Kim. So I'm thankful she came with us today. Kim, how long have you been serving on this committee? I, I think this is the sixth year. Okay. Is it? I mean, it's the fifth year. That oh, I the think fifth we've, year. Yep, okay. Well, time flies it. when you're having fun. So. <laughs> so you remember the way that it was before that right. C word came into yeah. being a few years ago. <laughs> Don't even like to say it anymore. So um, I'm sure your expertise in in what a quote unquote normal event would look like uh, kind of comes in handy. Yes, it was the first time was over. It wasn't at the um, Oakland's Mansion that it is this year, but it, um, which is a great venue to have it at. It's just very majestical having it outside in front of that, um, in front of the mansion. But it's always been a great event. Mm-hmm. So, um, what do you remember about the first one you participated in? Um, it was really hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I just remember thinking this is really something that seeing the committee members and everybody um, how close they were and it's such a great cause I just remember thinking this is definitely something I want to stay involved in Um, there are so many nonprofits um, and this is just one that's near and dear to my heart you know anything to do with helping children or helping someone in need is just something that I really want to get behind well that's kind of the road I hoped uh, that you would take here to kind of share with us why i mean with so many nonprofits, you could give your your time and talents to um any of them so why the cac for you it's just all about kids for me you know i just i, I love children um when you think about anybody going without or being you know not understanding why they're hurting or they're hungry or whatever it is i mean it's something horrible but for a child i mean it it's just that much more you know heartbreaking and heart-wrenching so i think that anybody that can whether it's volunteer donate ten dollars um just encourage the community to stand more behind it it's something they should do i would think i mean in in my mind there's 
there's probably not a tougher situation that a child would have to go through than if they're at the CAC, you know. Correct, correct. And the way they do it to where there's not so much pressure on the child, you know, they, they're in such a good um, atmosphere there because it's such a horrible situation. I mean, I can't imagine, um, but, you know, they are just trying to do everything they can to make it easier. And, Katie, with without the CAC, that I mean – those crimes or, or events are still happening so without a CAC you're talking about probably having to go to the police station and and that kind of thing and that can be very intimidating even for adults of, of those children yeah Brian so before the CAC model took place um, for here in Murfreesboro here in Rutherford County over 22 years ago um, the 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 call or the you know the disclosure would come in um, and the department of children's services would do all that they can from what we've learned um, to get the safe the safety of the child in place and that just takes a lot of individuals a lot of participants a lot of um, partners in the community to make sure that happens Um, when the cac was developed all across the united states it just took such burden i believe that it took such burden off of those law law enforcement officers and then it also helped the children see that they weren't in trouble Mm -hmm. Uh, it was nothing that the law enforcement officers did it really is just a perception of you know sometimes in in certain cases perpetrators will say you're going to be in trouble if you tell or if you know if you say this to your mom or your you know the caregiver Um, and so taking some of that fear off of that their plate and being able to bring them like kim said into a, a loving and a um a free environment of any of that and knowing though that the law enforcement is there knowing that they're there to support them and to listen to them um, is also a, a huge part I think of the healing process um, that I think we go through with these children now so I can't imagine a world um, 22 years ago without the the child advocacy centers all across the United States but especially here in Rutherford County and of course in Cannon County we have a satellite office as well and so again for 22 years we've been able to help you know over 40,000 families Um, and that's just a that's a huge burden I think that yes we take on and yes we have the support uh, of the community and small businesses and of course um, any of our grant systems but also it helps keep those children and still in that are still healing they know we're still here Um, which is unfortunately DCS can't always follow up with them 10 years you know down the road because that case is closed and they've got so many others that are coming through unfortunately so for us to still be here to help heal with that child and that family I think it's just another big portion of what it takes and you know law enforcement they have so much on their their plate and I, I just can they question and, and get the information? Yes, but you all go through special training, how to connect with kids, you know, especially, and that has that process over the last twenty plus years, I'm sure, has has definitely been fine tuned and 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 you're able to make it as comfortable as possible yes and our forensic interviewers are like you said are specifically trained to ask kid-friendly questions not leading um 
not leading questions. I'm sorry if I didn't make that clear. Um, and just, you know, tactics and strategies that they've learned through training over the years. And let's just say more than 40 plus hours of training um, that they go through once a month. I think they all get together and they meet and they watch interviews in the past and they critique each other. You know, so it's a learning process all throughout this and it never stops. The CAC currently has two full-time forensic interviewers, but we also have two additional forensic interviewers in Cannon County and also a bilingual family um, forensic interviewer as well here in, in Rutherford County. So if something happens, right, when I'm sorry, when the big C word came mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, messed up our entire lives, we had to be really, really, really careful. Um, we split our entire staff into two teams. Therefore, if one team got sick, we could still see children on the other team. And I think that was just a way that we all did the big P word, right, pivot. Mm. We really held... Um, everyone accountable to be safe and also but remember while we're here there's nobody else in Rutherford County that's going to be able to continue to do this job except for us and so I mean our team really I don't think we've ever had any sort of cross-contamination we've never said no to a child because we were sick right and that just takes a lot of commitment for our staff but also of course all of those that are involved in this and I think that also shows our commitment to children and families in Rutherford and Cannon counties. We have uh, Katie Enzer here with the Child Advocacy Center and Light Up the Night committee member Kim Eishide joining us as well. And uh, Light Up the Night, we're going to obviously hit on more about that because that is an important event for the CAC to continue uh, their programs. But as as you were talking and I was thinking about 22 years ago and, and just the tremendous amount of growth that we've seen here in Rutherford County that, you know, as, as we grow in population Katie, that that means more cases for you all. I mean, that it's just a law of averages, I guess. It is, and we have seen an increase, unfortunately, um, just with all the individuals moving into um, into Rutherford County. Um, of course, what we try to do, though, Brian, is we really try to make sure that the citizens of of Murfreesboro are equipped with training and that goes into our darkness to light program that um, I think we do a really good job of prevention right so we know unfortunately it's one in ten children are going to be a victim of child sexual abuse before their 18th birthday statistically that is a national average and it is one that we've seen here as well Um, and so our our biggest effort against child abuse is to know how we can protect um so we can have you know what what's the average how many people move into Mur- murfreesboro a day what's that like uh, i think we're at uh, too many right yeah. now <laughs> i think that's i think that's about where we are so if we can just get 10 people to start yeah. learning and training a day you know or a week if we could just start having those conversations and really starting getting you know connected with those because you'd be surprised baby basically in um any of your small groups or your organizations or even your business how many people are actually affected by this um and so we we'd love for you to give us a call and, and schedule a training to learn more about how we can help you protect your children our phone number is 615-867-9000 and i think that's going to be a really good way for us to help all the new new families coming here to murfreesboro and kim uh, i'm sure that you've heard the numbers you 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 know the work that the CAC does here what what is something that sticks out in your mind that you've learned from serving on the you know light up the night committee or whatnot that was surprising to you or to the point where I mean the the average person might not know but kind of keeps you 
um, moving forward as a committee person and, and serving? Well, I think um, when I first heard the story of what they do, like you said, we've all heard you know, different statistics and mm-hmm. things. It was about how many times a child would have to relive their story in the situation without them, you know, through the police officers, through the attorney, through the judges, through, you know, over and over. And where now it can be recorded. And I mean, it's just such a traumatic event. I think that's to me is just saving their peace of mind from having to continue to relive it. I mean, they're reliving it enough as it is without having to tell it out loud the uh light up the night is uh, on september 9th at oakland's mansion it starts at what time six Six o'clock six p.m okay so um for those people who have never been maybe consider going what what should they expect kim what's the night look like and 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 all that good thing well we encourage you to wear white as we are lighting up the night um so it's just really there's lots of food um there's plenty of drink there's also a cash bar there for those who are interested in that um but it's just really a great time to meet with fellow community members that have the same like mind as you do that love children um our numbers have been low you know because of the big c word and then last year they were still a little bit low but we really want to get this event back to where it was a couple of years ago so we just encourage you if you can't come mention it to your friends your co-workers um because we really need your support to make this uh event success and um, i'm sure the tickets still available katie yes tickets are going to be available up until the day of the event as well as at the door um of course we highly encourage you to go ahead and get those events so i can know how many people we're going to be really feeding um, but we've had such great community support with vendors local vendors um, that are offering donations as far as large food items small food items desserts we have about six tables of desserts i do believe and so we're so very thankful for the community to show out and um, of course you can go on our facebook page and order tickets that way there's an event page for light up the night there at cac rutherford um, is our handle on facebook we also can find it at our cac dot excuse me cac rutherford.org under the events tab um, click register tickets and you can order them that way um, and we do i don't think there's another way you can call me. You can call me, and I can get you set up. Okay. That's easy enough. And uh, again, the the event uh, on September 9th, A lot of community folks have have helped to put this together, sponsors and that kind of thing too. Yeah, and we really want to give a, a lot of thanks to Oakland's Mansion, the Nesting Project, who did our invitations, which turned out to be absolutely beautiful. Uh, Michael Busey, State Farm, Property Management, Scott Abernathy, Blue Cross Blue Shield, Dr. Russ and Sherry Galloway, Tito's Handmade Vodka, Redstone Federal Credit Union, Josh Hawkins, Wilson Bank and Trust, Ascend, Dana Womack State Farm, Haynes Brother Lumber Company, Bell Jewelers, Job Hastings and Associates, uh, Steve Fuchkar, the Exchange Club of Murfreesboro, the MMC Peds Department, Mitchell and Mitchell Attorney at Law, Pinnacle Bank, Lawyers Land and Title, Middle Tennessee Association of Realtors, um, again, Volunteer State Bank, Old Fort Liquor and Wine, and Redstone Federal Credit Union. We just certainly appreciate all these people going ahead and, and being a committed sponsor to the children here in Murfreesboro. Very good. Uh, any final thoughts here before we wrap up? Did we touch everything we needed to? 
I do believe so. Again, yeah. if you need to find me, you can reach us at 615-867-9000, or you can email me, uh, and my email is going to be on our website. Very good. Thank you both for being here today. Hey, thanks, Brian, for having us. We always appreciate being here. Katie Enzer and Kim Ishai joining us today. And don't forget, if you missed part of the program, you can check the podcast at WGNSRadio.com. Just look under Rutherford Issues.